Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 908. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at take10fortorah.org. So we know this week's parasha, Parshas Mishpatim, has an incredible amount of laws. And many of those laws are sundry laws relating to damages that I might do to my friend. So we have categories of damages as we see in the Mishnah Bavakama that come from Pesukim like V'chiyigach Shor Es Ish, O Es Isha, if my ox gores somebody, a man or a woman, uh, if my ox, so can describe, eat your food, if in the course of doing something I leave something in the Rosh Harabim in the public domain, or I dig a hole in the public domain, and it causes damage, I'm liable for that responsibility. If I start a fire, and the fire starts on my property, and then travels out of my property and does damage to somebody else, these are the classic categories of responsibility that the Mishnah in Bavakama talks about, Arba Abbas Nazikin, there are four major categories of damage. That's what we have in this week's parasha, amongst many others. In the context of talking about damages and responsibility that a person might have for his property and for the things he might do for others. So there's a Mishnah in Bavakama. Bavakama, of course, is one of the Masechtas that talk about Nezdik and talk about the damages. There's Bavakama, Bavamatsiya, Bavabasra. Bava just means gate. There's the first gate, the middle gate, and the last gate, all talking about different areas of damages and financial law. So the Mishnah says, If somebody pours water in Rishus Arabim and someone else is damaged, by the water, so he pollutes and he causes damage. Chayev Benisko, he is obligated to pay for the damages. One who hides thorns or hides some sort of glass, or one who makes a fence and in the fence he builds in some sort of thorn or spike and the person gets damaged. And a geder which falls into a shasaram, let's say my fence falls and damages somebody, so I'm chayv benizkan, I am obligated to pay. Now this kind of sounds obvious. I'm hiding my things, and they're dangerous, and I don't hide them well enough. You know, you can imagine the the adaptations that we have for this, uh, different types of toxic waste uh, nowadays, or or actually thorns or glass things themselves, and you put glass in the garbage can, and, and it damages the person who's taking out the garbage, etc. And we are obligated for the damages that we might do through these things. So the Gemara right there, says the following. The early pious people, and the Hasidim we're talking about, the pious people of uh, a long time ago, we're not talking about modern day Hasidim, which is a different thing altogether, but the Hasidim Harishonim, the early pious people, meaning what we used to consider pious, these people would conceal their thorns, and their glass in their fields, and they would dig it underground, over three tvachim, over a foot underground, so that it would not obstruct the plow. They didn't mean their own plow, Toso says, it means other people's plow. They would make sure that if they had something damaging, what do you do with it? Like, you can't make it disintegrate, you can't make it disappear. So they would bury it to a point that it would no longer be an issue. So the Gemara gives some examples. Rav Sheshes Shadilei Benura, Rav Shadilei Bedigelas. Rav Sheshes had a better idea. He put them into the fire, so they would be destroyed and disappear. Rav would toss them into the uh, Tigris River, because uh, that would also make them disappear. Amr of Yehuda, Haiman deboyle mihavi chasida, lekayim mili denazikin. And so Rav Yehuda says, in conclusion, one who wants to be pious should observe the matters of nazikin, should observe the 
matters that are dealt with in Bava Kama, Bava Matziah, Bava Basra, all of these different gates, all of these tractates that deal, as we know it, Nazikin and damages of other people. Rava Amar, Rava says, yeah, you want to be a chasida, you want to be a pious person, you should be Mekayim Mili de Avos. You should observe the matters simply of tractate Avos, right, the interpersonal ethics of Pirkei Avos. The Amrila, and the third opinion says, Mili de Brachos. We should be focused on Mili issues relating to Hilchos Brachos, the laws of Brachos. I want to focus on this line. Rabbi Huda again says, to be pious, you have to be focusing on damages. Rabbi says, to be pious, you have to be focusing on Mili de Avos. And the last opinion says, Mili de Brachos. So what exactly does this mean? What are we talking about over here? What does it mean? And how do we go and achieve piety? So the Rajba says that these three categories are all areas where the word chasidus is used. So, for example, when it comes to Nazikin, the Gemara just told us, chasidim harishonim matznian, they would hide. So they're referred to as pious people. So all the upshot is, is that if you want to be pious, you know, you behave like those people. Similarly, in Pirkei Avos, there's a line that says, Shali, Shali, Vishalcha, Shalcha, right? It talks about mine is yours and yours is mine. But if I say that what's mine is yours and what's yours is yours, that is called a chasid. And so in the Mishnah in Avos, it refers to the type of behavior to achieve this idea of chasidus, and that is what it's referring to. Ube brachos, and finally, when we talk about brachos, specifically Mesechas brachos, which talks about tefillah, not just making brachos on food, but it says, Chasidim harishonim hayushoen sha'achas mispalim, that before they would pray, the pious people would wait an hour, they would, they would set themselves up, in order to be able to pray with focus. And so, the Rajba understands that this just means these are areas where we've seen the appellation of chassid, a pious person, has been used in the past, and so we know that these are obviously areas of piety. Rabbeinu Yonason adds, he has one little point over here, he says that Nazikin specifically refers to things that are not normal to happen, especially as we see people who would, you know, hide their uh, little things and their, their dangerous items uh, in places where it would probably be okay, but that extra level of Nizika, not just obviously not going and damaging people, but avoiding it entirely. So between all of the different Mepharshim, I've seen many, many opinions on this, but between all of the different Mepharshim, we have three things of Brachos and Nizikin and Avos, and these break down into any one of, let's say, for example, Brachos, which relates to my relationship with God. So the Marsha says that, as a matter of fact, um, that means to be Tov L'Shamayim. I have to work on my Bain Adam Lamakom. Nizikin refers to how I comport myself and how I deal with other people. How am I sensitive to their materials, to their to their property? That means tov librios. And then midos, that refers to tov laatzmo. I also have not just ben adam lamakom, I have ben adam lechavero, but there's another relationship, there's ben adam laatzmo. And that he refers to as the material within Pirkei Elbos, how to be a better person, not just to others, not just to God, but to myself. Others break it down. The Meshachachma says that these three categories are Mili de Brachos, refers to Bechal Levavcha, Bechal Maodecha is Nazikin, and Bechal Nafshecha refers to my relationship with myself, and that's Midos. And so again, those three terms that we say in the beginning of Shema, that I have to be a Haftes, Hashem Elokecha, I have to love God with all of my what? All of these three things is really the three relationships of myself, between man and God, and between man and man. And finally, the Gra also points out that the three, the tripod on which Judaism stands, of Torah, Avoda, and Gemilos Chasadim, 
also plugs into these three things. And so what this Gemara is saying is not just, you know, there are three things that are really nice, but there are three things that are so fundamental. There's an entirely different perspective over here offered by the Ben Yehoyada, and there's really so much to say here, it's really beautiful. But the Ben Yehoyada suggests that Bilit Dinazikin refers to mili, which means words. What do I mean by words? There are three types of things that you could do, and that could be done not so well. Uh, there's mili dinazikin. There are words that can damage people. Mili in Aramaic means words. So there are words that can damage. Be careful. Rava says mili de avos. I should also be focused on mili de avos, the words of the avos, the way the avos talked to people and the way the avos dealt with people. And we've talked about that many times before. And others say mili de brachos. Mili de brachos referring to the fact that I have to be focused on my brachos. I'm not supposed to take things from God. I'm not supposed to use this world without making a bracha first. It's a terrible, terrible media to do that. And so that would be an alternative interpretation. Very interesting, but it really has nothing to do with the Gemara that it comes from. The Gemara that it comes from has to do with avoiding damages. Now I'll just point out, and there really is so much to say here, but when trying to achieve piety, the uh, Marsha reminds us that Hasidus the Gemara in Avodah Zarah says, is Gedola Mikulam, or Pinchas Ben Yoyer has this famous thing that Mesilas Yisharim focuses on. He says, Zahira springs to Zrizos, and Zrizos springs to Nikias, all of these wonderful attributes. The Gemara concludes and says, V'chasidos Gedola Mikulam. It's the greatest of all of them. Many people point out, uh, the Maharal, for example, says, the idea of Nezikin is that I have to make sure, I have to make sure that I don't do anything. My place in this world is careful about everybody else's. Not just that I don't go out and do damage, but he says the nature of damaging others and not being sensitive to their property, I don't even gain from it. I don't, I don't get anything from uh, being reckless. I don't get anything from not guarding my property. And yet still, I care enough to ensure that all of my stuff is safe and nothing that I do will affect somebody else, that, he says, is a good nefesh. That is real piety. When I care about something else, even if I don't technically benefit from doing so. That is why it is considered such piety. Others understand in different ways. Uh, the Chavetz Chaim says that Mili Avos refers to the different types of behaviors of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and Mili Dinazikun refers to Sur Meirah. I have to avoid doing bad, and of course, Mili Debrachos refers to doing good. And in any event, three methodologies for gaining piety, and that's just the start. Have a great day.